Youth ministers have many jobs and responsibilities, but being social media savvy these days is so important. Find out why in a minute. Are you ready? Because it's time. You're listening to the Church Digital Sidekick Podcast, part of the TCD Podcast Network. Hey, heroes. My name is Tom Pounder. I'm the host of the Church Digital Sidekick Podcast. And this is the podcast where I bring in ministry leaders and we talk about how to be more effective in our ministry world in this very digital and online world that we're in today. And today I have a friend back, Dan Istvinik. Dan is a uh, family minister over in the Illinois area, and I've known Dan for a few years. Mostly we met on Twitter, and we've just been following each other ever since. He's been on the podcast a number of times, and you can check out some old episodes I have uh, with Dan on the podcast. But today we're going to talk about why it's so important to be social media savvy as a student minister. Listen, we know that there are so many different roles and responsibilities that a student minister has, but being social media savvy is so important because what you communicate online really shows people Jesus or it shows them the quite opposite. So today we talk about what it means to be social media savvy. But before we get into the podcast, I want to remind you, if you enjoy this episode, uh, either on YouTube or on iTunes or Spotify, definitely subscribe to it. There's a subscribe button on every place you're listening to it or you're watching to it. So we would love for you to subscribe to it today. All right. So now we're ready to get in the interview. Let's welcome Dan as we talk about how to be social media savvy as a student minister. All right. With me right now is Dan Isfinick. Dan, how are you, man? Doing really good. Doing really good. Get ready for the holidays. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it is a festive time of year. And again, I'm looking at you and you've got, you know, some, is that orange or brownie? It is orange. It's a, it's my orange, orange sweatshirt. Oh, nice. Nice. Is that to represent Thanksgiving or the Chicago Bears? Uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, good. Well, you're, I don't you're, know what represents the Chicago Bears right now, fortunately, so. Yeah. Okay, so you're, you're, if I remember correctly, you're not from Chicago. You're from somewhere else, correct? Yeah, we're, I mean, mostly from Ohio. Okay. That's where most of our family's from, and we're heading out there a couple of days from now, so. That's fantastic. All right, More Dan. Buckeyes. Well, I, Buckeyes than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so I know you. You and I have been following each other for quite a number of years. You've been on the podcast before, but yeah. for someone who may not have been listening to you or don't even know who you are, quickly describe uh, what you do and how long you've been doing it. Sure. Um, I've been doing youth ministry about 27 years, as of a few weeks ago. So it's been a it's been a long haul, but it's been a lot of fun. Uh, served in churches kind of all around the country, and currently I'm right outside of Chicago, about 20 minutes outside of Chicago, the western suburbs, as a family pastor. That's awesome. Um, is it weird being a family pastor and not a youth minister? Um, no, because I get to still work with youth, which is fun. It, they, you know, I get to oversee the other areas of ministry, but I still get to have my feet in, right in the middle of where I love, which is middle school ministry. So I get to still hang out with middle schoolers, but then also get to hang out with other ages as well and kind of oversee the, the team. That's awesome. What What do you like most? Because again, you're, you're a youth minister, youth minister at heart. What do you love most about working with the children's ministry team? Uh, I think it's just fun. I mean, it gives me a little opportunity to have have a little more immature fun. I just love getting down and hanging out with the little ones. So that gives me opportunity um, just to kind of see, but also just to set up, set myself up and set my uh, the rest of my ministry up well into yeah. the middle school and high school years. It's just to see that build a strong foundation. It's just so cool to see the little ones starting getting those stories, getting the concepts, and then knowing that they're going to be coming up, you know, in a few yeah. years. Yeah. 
Well, uh, that's really cool. Um, well, you have been in the youth ministry game for a long time, and you've actually been one of the ways that I think we started following each other is you and I both blog and, and do yeah. resources. And you have a uh, blog or website called Youthman Hub. And uh, I'll have all these links in the show notes, but it's youthmanhub.com. And it, Absolutely. It's, got yeah. a, it's got a bunch of blogs. It's got a bunch of resources. Um, I, I guess with having 27 years of experience, you've got plenty of resources to, to carry on. What made you want to get into blogging and sharing resources? Well, I mean, about 10, 12 years ago, I started working with um, reading and writing for Youth Ministry Journal and Group Magazine. Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, you know, you have no social media presence, really. We love your stuff. So could you just start a little blog? So I got the old school blogger going and uh, just started, honestly, just sharing resources more than just my opinion. Yeah. And uh, over the years, it's transitioned. And just recently, just a few months ago, we launched this new website with a new partner. And uh, it's more of a website than it is a blog, but it has, you know, at the heart of it, it's, it's still daily sharing resources, daily sharing thoughts, ideas, a little bit of humor, just from make sure that we're practical, everyday youth pastor, um, just being there for, for each other. And the reason why I started is because there were just, at that point, working with middle school, there wasn't a whole lot of middle school stuff out there. Yeah. Uh, middle school specifics. So that's where the heart of, of who I am still kind of shines through sometimes in my, what I'm writing, what I'm doing. And I'll see what I still physically do. I still hang out with middle schoolers. So, yeah. Yeah. See, I, again, part of the reason why I started blogging was because I wanted to just share my thoughts. There was conversations going on and I'm like, I can just share and be a part of the conversations. And again, I thought a lot of times when I first started doing it was that a lot of the resources were for bigger churches. I wanted to tailor Absolutely. stuff towards smaller churches and i like your resources they've got i've i've used quite a few of them and they've got a lot of great resources that no matter what size ministry you're at you can you can really apply it into your context so i i yeah, really like i'm it. trying to be just practical everyday in the trenches youth pastor stuff you know is there's a lot of stuff out there that's written by great people but they're way bigger than you know where the that i am and just trying to size down yep. so i just need to like write stuff that's in the middle you know for everybody the average guy average gal doing ministry and also there's a lot of bivocational volunteers um, that don't have a whole lot of monetary resources or volunteer resources and they need to still do ministry well and uh, i just want to empower them equip them in that way yeah that's awesome well again it, it's called youthmenhub.com and I, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit as we kind of wrap up a little bit later sure. so i want to get into one of your blog posts that you had a little bit ago it's called being social media savvy as a youth man, as a youth worker um and i think this is really important and uh so i want to just ask you why did you write this blog <laughs> wow um well i've unfortunately seen a lot of social media missteps for youth ministry um not saying i haven't made my own so i've lived and learned um, but it's coming out of just seeing a lot of a lot of kids um, really dis- disappointed by what was being seen on social media from their youth pastor and also just kind of talking to other youth pastors, you know, fellow youth pastors like, man, I made, really made a misstep in, in what I'm doing. All right. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I, I've seen I think social media is so important. It's very powerful in the sense that you can reach anybody and connect with anybody. But when you make a m- mistake and when you make a misstep and I've done that, too, you know, I it can really cause a lot of problems, a lot of damage. And so I think you have to really, I love how you just said social media savvy. 
we you have to yep. be really smart with what you're um with what you're posting when you're posting it how you're posting it uh, so i think it's really important that you do that okay so let's get into the heart of this and again i'm going to include the link of this uh, blog post in your uh, in the show notes but i'm just going to go Absolutely. through a few i'm going to go through a few of these points i wanted you to kind of unpack it a little bit more uh, the first one I think is really important. Well, they're all important, but um, you said the first one is keep it fun. Talk to me about that. What what do you do to keep it fun and why do you do it? Absolutely. I, I just try to use humor in a way that just, you know, encourages my kids. My, my students are looking at it. My parents are looking at it. My staff people are looking at other youth pastors. Um, it, it, there's just so much you know, I don't know, animosity, that's maybe a strong word, but, you know, over the last year, two years, there's just been a lot of uh, social media meanness, and I just said, you know, why not just make it fun, you know, create some some resources, some things out there, they're just silly, um, do create some memes, just poke a little light fun, and make people smile, um, yeah. then try to, like, be mean. I mean, we're, we, there's a lot of people out there creating memes that are just mean, mean memers is what I put in my art, my, uh, my post, just have fun, man. bring some brightness to people's day. Even students, students get so much nastiness uh, on, on the internet. When they look at you, they don't want to see another, another person just taking cheap shots at society. Yeah. Why not just have some fun with it? So, you know, as a family, we just try to be really make it fun and do some silly stuff, post some silly things from our family too, just to be leaders out front as much as up front as well. Yeah, I, I agree with you completely. Again, youth ministry by nature is supposed to be fun. You know, you're supposed to have an element of fun into it. Uh, and so I think you, by you doing fun, it's breaking down walls. It's kind of like what we talk about in youth ministry in general. You want to break down walls. And when there's so much, I think, negativity centered around believers and church leaders that when when you show fun and when you post some fun stuff, you're really saying, oh, well, the people are thinking, well, I didn't, I didn't think that person was fun or that's kind of funny. You know, maybe I'll listen to him or her a little bit more. So I think including that fun stuff is great. Yeah, it just literally is God's joy coming out in yeah. clean ways. It really is. It's easy. It's not that hard. Yeah. And we make it a lot harder than we sort of needs to be just to bring out the joy of life. Yeah, I agree. So you like posting memes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I love posting GIFs. Like go, <laughs> GIFs are like yeah. my go-to response on things. So I like to include that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I think that's really funny. Um, do you follow the wrestling pastor on Twitter? No, I don't. I have to look that up. <laughs> okay, so the, the wrestling pastor was a guy who just posted pastoral stuff or things that ministry leaders go through and that he uses a gif of a wrestling person or a thing to kind of highlight his uh his uh his stuff and it's it was just so funny and he did it for a few years and then he he stopped uh back in early 2021 but he actually just announced that he's going to be bringing it back a little bit and i was like yes because That's it was awesome it was fun. It was relatable. It made people laugh. Um, it took a little lighthearted pot shots at things, but I think a lot of people really enjoy that kind of stuff. And so fun goes a long way when you're, when yeah. you social media, especially with students. Yes. With students. Yes, exactly. Right. Okay. Well, another thing you said is to watch out for stumbling stones. Okay. Talk, to me, talk to me about this. And it really, I mean, really comes to, um, you know, our own standard or expectation for ourselves as a family, myself, 
but also even just kind of how I communicate to my volunteers, other staff members is, you know, the world we live in, I mean, you know, we're not trying to beat anybody up on their Christian liberties, but there are so many students that have struggled through different things that we need to be super aware of, of what we post, yeah. you know, in ways that are going to just cause kids to stumble, whether it be, you know, whatever the social, or, you know, Christian liberty, you know, thing is, there's some things that just are going to offend kids. Or, you know, they're new believers. They're young believers are trying to figure out their faith. And when we post things, we just be very, very aware, very cognitive of what we post, how we post, or even who to we post to. I mean, there is, you know, privacy settings. You don't have to post everything so that your students and your and your family see everything you do. I mean, if you, you know, want to do something or, you know, whatever, that's fine. But, you know, limit it to who sees it if you're going to, if you really feel like it needs to be out there. But there's some stuff, I don't know, it just really doesn't need to be out there on social media. Um, I've heard way too many core stories from youth pastors who put something out on social media that they didn't think was offensive, but it offended someone. And now they're, they're sitting without a job. Yeah. And so we just be very, very aware, but also what's worse is when kids, um, you know, literally stumble or, you know, or, or get tripped up by something we put on social media that they take the wrong way. And, uh, just it's once again, that, that idea of being social media savvy, just really being thoughtful and wise with what and how we post. There are so many stumbling stones out there that we can get sucked into. I, I like to say it's a trap. I just like to use that, you know, like the Star Wars uh, Return of the Jedi, Admiral Akbar. you know, it's a trap. Like, don't get sucked into the trap because um, people were going to tell you, you need to comment on this or you need to post about this. And I'm like, no, I don't need to comment on this. I don't need... My, my goal is to help lead people to a relationship with Christ and, and help them discover God's purpose for their lives. And I don't need to post about every, especially every political situation that goes oh, on. No. It's so divisive. Um, and so even if majority of your people are one way or another, it's just entirely divisive. And I don't like to post about that stuff. I think there, there's lots of traps out there. There's lots of stumbling stones out there. And I think when we when we post too quickly, like I thought you I thought you made a good point about how you have to be thoughtful in what you post. I mean, I think sometimes we have there are people out there that post out of anger or out of emotions, and it causes so much more problems than it does. It helps people. Yeah, you you just have you can't react. You can't be re reactive on social media um, because it's just going to end up going poorly. Don't re don't post when you're tired. Don't post post when you're frustrated, yeah. you know, and give it 30 seconds, 30 seconds to reread that post before you put it out there and think about who, how, who's going to read it, who's going to see it, how it's going to be seen, whether it be a picture, whether it be, you know, a text, you know, writing something out. Sometimes, you know, it's just, if you need to talk to somebody, talk to someone in person, don't put it on social media. And I said, I've seen that way too many times in, in church settings where youth pastors just put themselves in a really bad situation. And even, you know, when people forgive and forget, they tend not to always forget. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you've moved on, they tend not to forget. And so I think that's a really yeah. important thing. Okay. The last one I want to hit on uh, is your comment on be friendly without being friends. Okay. Talk Absolutely. to me, talk to me about this. What does this mean? Um, well, honestly, it came from a different post that I also posted, but it's this idea that we need to be very careful of unblurring the lines between us and students. Social media is, in a, a lot of ways, an invisible imaginary world that does not really exist in the real world. 
but it leaks over into our real world. And when we're, we have to be very careful what we comment on. So, you know, one of my girls posts a picture of her on vacation, you know, how I react, what I like, I don't like, oh, why did you like that? How'd you make that? But also just there's, you know, kids are looking and, and they're looking for relationships. They're looking, they're hurt. They need, need a friend. Um, unfortunately, you know, in the world we live in, they're looking for intimacy and we, we cannot provide that in a way that is inappropriate. And in social media, we get, we can get ourselves really, really stuck. Um, and I'm very, very careful about things like Snapchat, private messaging, uh, disappearing messaging, any of that stuff that's private, but also even publicly, um, I'm very, very, very careful. You know, I have a, I have a, I have a 17 year old daughter. I have a 13 year old son. I have a, have a wife. I don't, you know, and, but on top of that, I need to be very, very aware that I am friendly with my students. I have great relationship with my students. I I'm friendly to them, but I'm not their friend. They have people their age to be their friend. And even on social media, I, you know, I make being very, very aware of what I comment, how I comment, but also being very aware that, you know, my students know they, if you're going to send me a private message, I'm going not going to respond to it. Yep. You know, I will respond to your parent. I'll respond in different ways, but we need to be very careful because once again, way too many horror stories of, of men and women in ministry that were private messaging, created relationship, false relationship inside of a social media setting that turned into something in the real world or didn't turn into something in the real world at all, but became an accusation. Yeah. And uh, once again, social media savvy, it just takes a little bit of thoughtfulness and just stepping back and saying, no, I just can't put that, that out there to uh, a young, you know, young individual. Yeah. There, there are so many pitfalls here and I, I'm glad you hit on the private messaging, the direct messaging stuff, the Snapchat. Listen, I have Snapchat and I Snapchat students but I only Snapchat guys. But even in that context, I have to be careful about what I say that it cannot be misconstrued. Text messaging, any kind of email, communicate, digital communication that's not like an in-person type of situation can be misconstrued so quickly and people can read into things um, and determine something inappropriate or appropriate. There's so many pitfalls, you have to be very careful and you have to set up accountability in the sense of, I, I like to have rules. Like again, one of our rules that we go over with our youth ministry leaders is uh, no direct messaging with people of the opposite sex. Like you can, be, you can be in a group message with people of the opposite sex, especially when there's another leader involved, but you, you gotta have that accountability there so that you can be friendly. Kids need, again, Social media is a great way to interact with kids. Every single day, I can just pull out my phone, text kids, encourage kids, inspire them in Christ, but it does have its pitfalls, and we have to be very, very careful about that. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a dangerous world we live in, and we just have to be, be smart. Just be smart. I talk to young youth pastors especially who you know just put everything out there, feel like everybody needs to know everything. And they all say I've, I've kind of get unblur those they blur the lines of friendship yeah. and relationship with their students. And you know, beyond just the accusation or the inappropriate maybe relationship, it also just loses them respect yeah. in the real world. Suddenly, you know, they're up there speaking and a student is viewing them as, oh, just just this buddy, my friend. And there's not that 
clearer expectation of no, I am your pastor, I'm your leader, I'm an adult, you are, you know, you are student. And that seems sometimes to be unpopular opinion, but I've I've never regretted <laughs> making sure that there's some clear lines between myself and my students that I love them, I care for them, I want to have a relationship with them, but in the most appropriate, godly way. And I see them through God's eyes and all those those clear cut things that I say out loud to my students. And then also we went on social media. I just, you know, kindly and graciously, but the parents know and we talk to the parents about this is who we are, this is how we're gonna respond, this is how we're gonna react during our parent meetings throughout you know, beginning of the year, middle of the year, end of the year. We do talk to parents about, hey, it's not like we don't want to respond to your student, but we're being very, very careful. And I've never heard a parent say, Man, I wish you were less careful on social media with my kids. Yeah. No, that's exactly right. That's 100 percent right. And again, you and I, who both have teenage children, we understand that too. That it speaks a little bit differently than when we were when we were in our early twenties and doing ministry with students. Uh, then again, I don't think we had cell phones. I I maybe had a cell phone when I first started. But... I had a pager. My my when I, my first full time church, I thought it was a big deal. They bought me up. They bought me a pager and gave me pager service. So that's how old I am. I don't know. Awesome. <laughs> my yeah, kids could that's... page me. <laughs> That, that is awesome. Yeah, I had a cell phone. I, I can't even quite remember. But I do remember when I got my Palm Trio, the, my very first like smart. Oh, yeah. I was like, that, that is the best. Um, but you're right. Like when, again, when we're old enough to know the term of buddy leader, I mean, when I was being trained, I was like, you don't want to be that buddy leader. You want to be that adult friend who's a role model. And again, your comment of being friendly without being friends is really in that that line. You are that adult. You are an adult. They are a kid, a teenager, and you have that that boundary set up. And I think that's really important. It, you, social media makes it easy for us to want to blur the lines, as you said. This, uh, if you have that kind of mentality of I'm an adult friend of theirs. I'm not their buddy. I'm not their friend. Like that is a, a really important distinction to have. Huge, so, huge. Yeah. Well, listen, we could go on and on about this, but there's a few other points that you have that I think are really important that I want people to check out. So I want people to go to uh, your website and I want them to go to the link that I'm going to include, Being Social Media Savvy as a Youth Worker. You've got lots of great content on here. What Are there emphases at Youthmen Hub that you like to focus on? Or are you all about all sorts of resources and all sorts of content? Um, we're, I mean, we're trying to be able to provide a lot of things. We are trying to hone it down a little bit more. We have, some, we have a great resource coming out very, very soon after New Year that I'm excited about that's going to be an all-inclusive resource that um, I, I, I just have been, I've been looking around. I haven't seen something like this, but you're going to see something come out that is going to be an all-in-one resource for youth pastors, youth workers to grab and kind of a grab and go. Everything's included for really affordable um, we try to, as I said, we try to post four or five times a, a week. So Monday through Friday, there is something on there in the blog. And then um, every, every couple of weeks, we'll put out a new game, we'll pull, put out a new lesson, uh, put out some new resources. There's some freebies that we're trying to create as well. We just want to make sure we're giving out as much as we can. So um, a couple weeks ago, we gave out 10 uh, scavenger hunts. And that has been a hot, hot download. Everybody's been grabbing those. It's just a PDF ebook. Uh, we gave away a couple of games. We're giving away some Christmas stuff as well. Um, the other day, we just really want to make sure that the average, you know, in the trenches, youth guy, youth gal has the resources they need affordably. And then we're also just trying to give away a lot of free stuff just to just to have fun and allow, allow everybody to be equipped the way they should be. So 
Well, dude, I love your resources. And I, I think you've got, again, you've got all the experience. You're, you do coaching too, correct? I do. I do. I do some coaching. I do some speaking as well. Um, you know, COVID has been a little different. So, but we are stepping back into that world. So uh, yeah, we're more than happy to, to we, we lead up uh, parenting seminars. We've, I've done a, some camps, conferences, retreats for students. Um, you're looking for somebody to come in and help you just train your youth workers and outside voice. It's always good to sometimes have a different voice than your own stepping in and saying some things that you want to say, but you can't. Yes. Um, but yeah, anyway, we can help. I mean, we're available. That's why we created this website to really be it is an all-in-one inclusive uh, resource for youth pastors, youth workers, volunteers, bivocational, part-time, you know, everything we can do, just put it out there. And we want to hear you hear back. We want to be able to uh, interact with people and say, hey, what do you need? What can we create? Yeah. And, uh, you know, be a part of that. Dude, that's awesome. I, I think what you're doing is awesome. I, again, I love your resources and I would strongly recommend people going to check it out. Again, you've got free stuff, you've got some paid stuff, and then you got some encouragement being, again, you've got over 27 years of experience. I, uh, people can definitely learn a lot from you. So, um, absolutely. <laughs> Dan, so. I thank you so much for, um, joining me today and being with yeah, me. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on again. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll have you on again tomorrow um, after the new year and everything like that. But I hope you have a great holiday season. All right. So, what did you think? You know, I always enjoy having Dan on there. He's a veteran in youth ministry, and he's got a lot of great resources. So definitely check out his uh, website. Uh, include that in the show notes. But uh, I always love having him on there and just his processing on why he thinks it's so important to be social media savvy. I think it's really important to be social media savvy. So definitely check out his blog post, the rest of the points that he has on there, and check out his website. But I would also love to hear your thoughts on this. So if you've got comments, if you're watching this, you know, definitely put in the comment section. But if you're listening to it, definitely hit me up on Twitter, at TA Pounder. I would love to carry this conversation on with you some more because it's a really important conversation. You know, as we said, you know, what you communicate online either draws people closer to Jesus or further away. So what are you doing and how are you communicating effectively online in social media? That is so important as a student minister. So I would love for you to uh, ask some questions, give me some thoughts, share your insights on it as well. Again, you can put a comment or hit me up on Twitter. All right, heroes, well, that wraps it up for another episode of the Church Digital Sidekick Podcast. As always, go to the church.digital. There's tons of content on there about digital tools and trends and, and how it applies into your ministry. Uh, and we've got a lot of stuff more coming out uh, in the weeks ahead. So we'd love for you to check that out. But also make sure you check out the Digital Bootcamp Facebook group. There we've got ministers from all different backgrounds, part-time, full-time, volunteers, student ministers, executive pastors, senior pastors, children's ministers, all sorts of ministers together learning digital tools and trends and how they apply into our ministry context. So we want to make sure that you get onto the Digital Bootcamp Facebook group. It's a great group and we'd love to have you in there. All right, here as well. I hope you have a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week. And until next time, have a great one.